What is the meaning to life? Well, I will tell you this. We can find it in the book of John. Prologue to real life. It's what we talk about today on today's podcast. Well, welcome to today's podcast. I'm Steve Hollis. Across from me are two peas of different pods. I don't know. Uh, maybe similar pods. Uh, hey, I like that bell, too. Did you hear that? Ding! Anyway. Uh, one of us is a dandy and the other one's a gym dandy. I see. That's how we, do, that's how we describe ourselves. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we've got, we've got Eddie and we, uh, next to him is Rich McPhail. It is good to see you, brother. They'll have to pick who they think the gym dandy is. I think everybody knows who the Jim Dandy is. It's good to be here, Steve. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for the invite. Absolutely. Well, it's been a while, and I thought it would be perfect timing to uh, get you get you in here and get a chance to talk about a few things and share just kind of about maybe some Dodger stuff. I don't know. We we talk a lot about Cubs in here, but well, we also talk about Dodgers. That's I, true. You know. I, Are they winning? Yes, they're winning. Couple big trades today. Oh, the, today, today. Uh, I now guess. this is pre-recorded for Tuesday. On Tuesday, it'll be a, be brought to you on Wednesday. But yeah, okay. Uh, Joey Gallo, I guess the Dodgers acquired him. Yeah. But uh, Juan Soto went to the Padres. Oh wow! Big Ooh. trade there. So wow, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. I just seen that before I came in. But yeah, that... I the Cubs. I was on the phone, so I missed out, but there was something going on with the Cubs, but I don't know what it was. Man, I'll tell you this Wilson Contreras thing, man, it's got me all That's what they were talking out of about. Shape. Is he leaving? Well, today's the day. Yeah, it's got to be done. And he doesn't want to leave. He doesn't want to go. It's got to be done by 6 p.m. this evening, so. Well, he have signed a new contract then or what? No, he's a free agent next year. Yeah. They so, might be just trying to get something out of him. Don't they want him? They want him. But we are sellers right now. We're not buyers. We are selling all of our assets. And yeah, they've so, done that before. Yeah, Cardinals, like, used, Cardinals used to do that all the time. Yeah. Last last year. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, well, that was a bad yeah. bad gig. Bad. So a lot of stuff going on, but that's yeah. that's that's all I got. Yeah, the old shuffling so, of baseball business. Elijah and Kennedy, uh, of course, are getting ready to have their baby, and Steve's going to be a grandpa. Well, for Christmas last year, they gave me a, a a book, pretty thick book on what happens every day of the year. So here's August 2nd, 1790, first U.S. census is completed. 1830, Charles X abdicated the throne in France. He was the last Bourbon king. 1861, Congress passed the first income tax law. And then lastly, in 1865, Lewis Carroll published Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Being now that I am a pillar of the community, I need to know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would just like to go on record as saying, Steve, okay. that I was sitting there when the gentleman, and he's, he's an older gentleman in the community, came up and, and told Eddie, he says, I don't go to your church. But he said, I, I just have to say, he says, in the religious community speaking, he says, you are a pillar of our community, and I really appreciate you. Yeah. Now, we were at the catacorner, and I don't know if everyone's familiar with it, but there's a back room that has the big barn sliding doors. And Bill Snodgrass, quote, 
quote says, I sure am glad that we had them big sliding doors or we'd have had to grease Eddie's ears to get him out of there. His head got so big when he heard that. That's all I'm saying. And then, and then two unknown people took a couple uh, colors of chalk on our VBS Saturday yeah, carnival and sure the drew on the sidewalk a pillar, huge pillar took about four blocks worth. <laughs> yeah. okay four blocks of concrete but anyway uh it says eddie hammond pillar uh, yeah, of right. the community yeah, that's exactly right yeah so I'm well eddie we love you yeah, yeah. i know that and uh we we are appreciative of all that you've done all that you're doing and uh we sure love you that i i'm gonna add to that since I have airtime and a microphone, absolutely. He won't. He. I, I asked him. I said, "Hey, would you like me to do a Sunday morning service, just to blow you up, you know, and <laughs> and just as you're going out, just say cr- crazy good things about you?" And he looked at me and he says, "I'm not giving you a microphone." <laughs> it it kind of put me. <laughs> Me in the same class with my good friend Bill Snodgrass. He just won't let us have a microphone, Steve. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess he won't give uh, Chris Atkinson a microphone either. No, he's all bummed out at me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I will say this. I thought, in all seriousness, the guy made a very good point. You know, a lot of people when things come up, he he's called and and you know that. You know, I, I'm not supposed to be prideful, but that makes you proud that, you know, it's your preacher, you know, that, you know, your pastor, your friend that they're calling in the community that they they look to. And, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's I think that speaks well for, you know, yeah. him as an individual, but as, as a church, too, that yeah. he gets called on, you know, just different things, whether it be, you know, to pray at a, a gathering or to do something for somebody that's in need or whatever but yeah you know he, he does get a little calls a lot of calls like that and uh, probably more than we know yeah but uh yep you know i i'll say this i do look at him as a pillar of this community well, and i, I think he will be sorely missed you yeah. know yeah. not just by our church and you know our church as in crossroads not the church but our church in crossroads but by the community as a whole also you know, I agree. I agree. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, it's uh, and it is good, and it's good to have uh, this on the podcast as well as we are continuing in, and maybe we're going to have a couple more guests as we come on in through. Um, but the September eighteenth is going to be Eddie's last Sunday where he'll preach, and I know he'll be visiting. He'll come back for sure. They are going to be, um, and you can speak for yourself, but you're going to be. Uh, moving from the community um, for a while, it might be, um, I, we don't really know, but there's going to be a place where you're going to be closer to your siblings, and yeah. so is Diane, and that's going to be a really good thing for you. And, and uh, Well, going, going back to what has been said here about this, uh, I couldn't have done this without her. Yep, that's right. I couldn't have done it without Diane. So. Absolutely. I got one question for you, too. I know you're you're famous for a lot of things, your sense of humor and your inappropriate comments, <laughs> according to, to Diana, you know, from the pulpit. But uh, you're also known for your magnificent uh, kazoo yeah, playing abilities. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's kind of 
almost worldwide that it, he's it known. Is. It but is. Uh, seeing how your beloved daughter's birthday is a day before well, that last Sunday, will that be well, your, yeah. your last final? It will. It'll be the final finale. Ka- last Kazura. Kazura. I think that would be a fine yeah, outgoing. We'll, we'll make sure that that happens. Yeah, yeah it might even actually have to happen both services. Yeah. Yeah, if you get enough breath in you. Yeah, that's true. You're exactly right. I don't want you out to overdo it. You lose all your wind so we can't speak. I'm sure it'll be emotional enough, but I think that would be a good uh, last hurrah. Yeah. It's it's Kazoo Kazoo I I couldn't even say it twice. You're going to have to patent that. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Well, it, it, it is exciting times uh, across the board. Now, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna mention something that's happening uh, this coming weekend or somewhere close to it. Um, my daughter-in-law, uh, my son, and their, her daughter, our daughter-in-law, uh, Kennedy, are going to have uh, their first baby, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be a grandpa. And this guy across from me here is gonna be a great grandpa. Pretty crazy, huh? That's pretty crazy. It's pretty cool, actually. And we're excited about all of that. And uh, we don't even know what gender it is, and we don't even know the names they've even picked up. <laughs> we're in mum, the dark. <laughs> mum is in, mum's the word. Mum's the word. But, um, but you know what, guys? I want, I want to do this. And, and Rich, I'm going to ask you to pray. I really am. Um, I really am. I'm really going to do it. Uh, but I, I, want you to, I want you to pray for this podcast, but I... I want to bring up two important prayer requests mm-hmm. right now. And that is Twyla Ushery, and that is also Tyra Pirtle. Um Both of these gals absolutely need our our prayer, and we need to continue to bridge the gap. Um, Twyla had heart surgery, and um, there she's still under um, a coma um, medically. And, um, and and they're uh, monitoring her daily and seeing how things are going. Tyra is on the mend, but she had some pretty severe things that were kind of found out after the, the birth of their new child. And so let's just pray for them, and then we'll get started into this. Rich, please. God, we love you, and we just uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for this time that we have together here. and this podcast and uh thank you for uh, steve and eddie and uh, the opportunity to be here and spend time with them and uh <clears throat> lord we we know uh here at crossroads we're coming into a new season and um we uh, we have brian stepping in and eddie stepping out and we know that your hand is upon us and mm-hmm. we just pray that you'll uh, guide the guide the people and guide the decision makers and um, just uh, go down the path that you would have us to go, and we yes. we pray that you, you'll lead us in that direction, and you'll make the doors wide open. We understand, and we'll see what's going on. And uh, we pray a special blessing on Eddie in this time, you know, and as uh, he's he's walking away from his baby, and 
uh, mm -hmm. where he started, and I know that's a big step, and we just pray that you'll give him strength as he goes through this, and also with his health, and we just pray that you'll lift him up in that yes. time. And yes, uh, We ask a special prayer also for Twyla and for Tyra, and mm -hmm. yes, you know their needs, and you know their the intimate needs of each one, and we just pray that you'll put a hand of healing upon them, and yes, just Father. we lift them up to you, yes, Lord, and Lord, <clears throat> there's a lot going on there, and uh, we, we couldn't even describe all of it, but you know, you, you, know, yes. you know everything, and we just pray for healing in both of them, and we pray that you'll be with their spouses in this time yes. also. Reed and Caleb, just uh, <clears throat> just uh, lift them up and give them strength also yes. as they go through it along. We uh, <clears throat> pray now that you'll bless this podcast, and we just uh, pray that you'll bless the listeners out there, and uh, just... Uh, Hopefully it means something to somebody, and we ask this all in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Well, the uh, the title of this last week's message was uh, entitled "The Prologue, Prologue, Sorry, to Real Life." And so, Pastor, would you give us a little synopsis? We'll interject here as we go along the relativity towards what's going on here today. The prologue to the story uh, establishes the setting and gives background details, and that's what the Book of John does. It uh, gives details about how humans can have abundant life here on earth and eternal life well, when God stops our heart. And uh, you know, I, I talked about Dickens in The Tale of Two Cities, how he lays the picture out, and, and John is doing that. You know, last week was kind of an intro to this, in a sense, and we started talking about John. John has five arguments as far as why he believes that Jesus was God with skin on. And I, I think it's important for us as believers sometimes we've to go back over some of these things and rehash them, if you will. I think we all learn by rote, and I think it's the same way in the spiritual life. Mm -hmm. We have to go back, and uh, of all the, the books of the gospel, he, John's main thrust is that people grasp that Jesus was God with skin on. The, these five arguments, the first one is this, the Son of God in eternity. And this is a, this is a tough concept to grasp actually in our finite minds john 1 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god word being christ when you let me just stop there for a second rich when you hear that when you've read john 1 1 a lot of times and you're you've probably studied it you've probably wondered a little bit about it you've probably gone through some of your mind what did, what do you come what kind of what was the journey for you as you were reading through john um at different times especially right from the very beginning like the get-go right? the word was flesh you know and all of that um do you remember well it's interesting because uh, I, I just had a conversation with a guy literally hung up on the car ride in here no yeah. uh, about uh, he asked me he says, I've had a conversation with my wife this week. Do you, have you ever had God speak to you? He said, I haven't. And uh, I said, well, I said, I haven't had an audible voice. He said, well, I'm not talking about a burning bush moment or anything like that. He said, I'm just talking. So, you know, we had the discussion uh, about, you know, how we had talked about it and you know, he had talked about coincidences and all that and things. And <clears throat> going back to John 1, 1, you know, when when you are either an infant in the Word or not new or you're completely new to the Word, 
you know, a lot of the Bible is pretty deep. And even if you're, a, you know, a, vet, a veteran Christian, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, someone Scholar. that's been in the, been in the, sure, it's still deep. But there are parts of it, you know, like the word was God. What what does that even mean? And you ask those questions. But anyway, I, I look at it, you know, in in my studies, and when I look at that, and Eddie, I think, you know, when he describes it as God with skin on. It doesn't get any better than that to me. And and if you believe in the Bible and the Word, then you're believing that Jesus was, he lived it, he walked it. And that's how I look at it, that mm-hmm. everything about his walk mm-hmm. is, you know, was obviously it was biblical, but everything about it was just as holy as holy could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm really a simple guy, so... I always look to, you know, a lot of people have, well, I've got a favorite verse and, you know, and I'm not knocking anyone's favorite verse because it means something to them. And I always just loved John 3.16 as a kid, and I still do this day because to me, there's no more important verse to anybody than that one to start out. I mean, that's that's the, your, you know, outside of Genesis, that's your foundation of Christianity and, and salvation. And, you know, it, it's just so important. But... Right. You know, just his walk here on earth was, you know, just, I mean, you read the Gospels, it just, it's phenomenal. That's and right. I, I don't know, you know, I know there are non-believers and there's a lot of discussions and how this isn't real and that couldn't happen and this isn't this, but I don't know how you could look at that mm-hmm. and just not believe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Eddie, what about you? As as you've read and studied this, now I know that a lot of what you think is coming out of the words that you're kind of talking over and what you've actually spoke on Sunday. But how how has that journey been for you as far as uh, the word, right? You know, that first line, that first verse. Well, and then, uh, you know, I was thinking about this because when I think about how important the word is, word being God, Word being the Word of God, uh, and how much weight they carry. And that's why I used that clip from Winston Churchill. He he saved England. Uh, it, by far, he was way the better leader than Stalin and Roosevelt put together, because those three were together. Uh, but the Word saves us. That's how I see that. It's that. It's it's the power to give life. So. You know, as an analogy with how Winston's words when they went out over the wit, and people, I just picture those people sitting in their homes and just kind of soaking that up. And I would hope that we soak the word of God up like that. Mm-hmm. Does that make, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus you, being that that absolute purity, that 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 entire the fullness of what we. His creation, God's creation, needed. It it was the only way. Well, and during the Blitzkrieg, they just almost destroyed London, and those people were sleeping in the subways and whatever. And we see what Satan's doing to our world today. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we don't cower in our homes because we think we're going to get blowed up. But you know, it it the the word the the word of God gives us that hope in Christ that regardless of what happens, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's oh. good. 
Well, thanks, guys. I just I, I I think that that's one of those ones, those areas, right, where you come across that verse as you begin to John, and you're like, ooh, you could get stuck there for a little bit. It's like, okay, got to reread that. I got to okay, got to soak that in. I and gotta... God had to become man so he could he could relate to us because mm-hmm. so because he could we could look back and see in his life that he didn't face any temptation or anything in life that we won't face. Mm. See, God, and God, the Father couldn't do that because people couldn't look on God the Father and live. He's too right. holy. But they could look on Jesus, yeah. God in the, in the flesh, and, and live and have interaction, have a relationship. I think that, you know, that carries on into our lives, our relationship. That's why I always pray in Jesus' name, you know. That's right. Well, I don't think we have to, but... I do, and you you know you I always picture that in my mind that that God the Father on the throne, and then on the right side is Jesus, and and Jesus makes intercession from uh, for us. Mm-hmm. If if it wasn't for Jesus, I mean I'd have knots and scars all over me all the time. I think, but 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 Jesus fixes it with the Father. Says, you know, Eddie, he ain't that bad a guy, but anyhow, <laughs> but I died for him, so. He's okay. You know, you, you try to think of that concept. And I, and I say this a lot in, uh, in funerals. I, I had a funeral today. Well, I didn't say it today. But a lot of times, I, especially if I know they're a believer, that in John 14, 6, where he, Jesus says, when I got your room ready, I'll come and get you. In my house, father's house are many mansions, you know, many rooms, many many places for believers. But I, I always picture that, that uh God the Father will turn to Christ and say, you know, bring my servant home or bring him. I, I just like that picture of that that conversation in heaven uh, that happens. So, mm. second argument, the Son of God at creation. Verse 2 and 3 says, He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him, and apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. One thing about Jesus, He was not created, and all things were created by Him. And then when you said that, Steve, you know, we talk about uh, people often ask, what's the meaning of life? And I, I quoted Macbeth, which uh, Stacy likes that quote. But, and it is true without Christ. And if we look for philosophies other than the word, it, it's, it's like Mac, Shakespeare said in Macbeth, life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Hmm. So people live their whole life without Christ. They don't. They end up with nothing. Actually, they end up uh, with the enemy. Actually, and that is a, a sad, sad thing. Then I talked a little bit about John the Baptist. That he didn't want to take any of the glory. He shown it back on on Christ. And the third argument was the Son of God on earth. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own. And those who were his own did not receive him. He's talking about the Jews. But as many as received him, this is 10 through 13. But as many as received it, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And in the fourth argument, it's the Son of God incarnate, incarnate that he became man. Uh, the message states it this way. It, it, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. You mm-hmm. talked about that conference you went to. He talked about that. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. So in that incarnation, he, <laughs> he became one of us into this life. And 
you know, we don't like to think of it sometimes or we don't discuss it, but Jesus was like us. He, if he was cut, he bled and on and on. He was human. And it's hard for us to make that connection between God and human the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they could kill him. Yeah, and and that that is, um, as I studied the early church, um, uh, I guess it was during the spring, and Peter and I had both had that same class as we studied through that early church aspect, and all of the debate, I mean, that was a big part of their debate. In fact, right around the Constantine era yeah. and all of that, and um, they were talking about incarnation, and what does it mean? Okay, well, when he was... When he was human, did he was he not God? And then when he died, he was God again. And then, you know how? And then some would debate that, and some would debate. And they were like, it was all over the place. I mean, yeah. there was so many different. You know, they would take tangents off of that and do so many things. But, um, it, you know, coming down to the fact that Jesus was prior to with God. And is, and well, he was here on earth, and forever will be. That is what we take home, and that's what we understand. He is it. He well, is the way, the life, the truth. No one comes to the Father but through him. him. John fourteen six. He could have chose to skip the cross. Yeah, but he he faced all that pain and agony for us to show us how much he loves us and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But he had the power. He could have called, what, said 10,000 angels to rescue him. He didn't do it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And I, and I hope that we all grasp, and, and, and I know that sometimes, at times we grasp it. We, we, our brain takes the time. We, we, we lessen our busy lives and we center in and we focus in and we're like wow the the brevity right that that weight of understanding what he's done for us and i hope that you that are listening here have experienced that and i hope that if you haven't that you are gaining that understanding of just how much jesus loves you well if you want to you want a visual uh that whole concept uh, gibson probably done as well as anybody else in the passion of the christ on what what it looked like, yeah. what it really happened. Um, I love the the, uh, the end of it. it. It doesn't really spend a lot of time on the resurrection, but boom, it's light and you, it shows him. And then you see screaming or Satan screaming his head off. Uh, but the whole trick of that whole passion of the Christ, they picked a woman to be the devil. I haven't figured that out yet, but no comment on that. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't, you know, but... You know, you say that, and and I'm not that I'm disagreeing with you because I think you know, from what you read and and what you visualize, I, I think it's it's probably fairly close, but it probably could have been even a lot worse. I mean, we can't imagine. Oh, I, I yeah, I think what, it was. What, that, that's just what, a... what he went through because you know, the the people were so against him, and you know, I think most of them deep down knew that what he was, mm. but just didn't want to claim it. You know, I think there was a lot of that. Well, I, and, and, and that's I just, think, you know, I'm just speculating. I'm not saying that's, no. but I, I think a lot of them knew and, and they didn't want him because man wants their own power. We see well, that's, that, that's, we see that still today. You know, everybody yeah. wants their own and 
he just, you know, by doing that, by walking that walk, I think it shows each of us, you know, hey, look what I did for you. You know, come to me. I want, you know, this because my sacrifice for you was so great. That's how much I love you. And, you know, that, that to me says it all right there. Well, they didn't want a, a suffering Savior. They didn't want a Savior that uh, was going to teach them to be servants. They didn't want to be servants. It's just what you said. And besides that, they wanted out from under the Roman boot heel. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He, he, he came for that reason. You know, it said the Son of Man came to serve and be to teach you to serve was the whole thrust. And who wants to be a slave? Who wants to be a servant? Well, this well, is the, the Messiah that we've been waiting for, yeah. you know? Yeah, they... they well, it's like you he just didn't said, fit their bill. Said a minute ago about John the Baptist, you know, deflecting. Yeah, it deflecting, wasn't about you know, him. I mean, that that's what a true servant does. There, you know, it. You know, when you're up in the pulpit, you know, that's that's God speaking through yeah, you. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not me. That's no. not you know, or not me, but not you. Well, no, you're right. That, I mean, that's, that's the point. And, that's God speaking through uh, through you, and you're speaking God's word, and that's all about Him, not about us. And that's, you know, that's, you're exactly right. When I, you say we're, we're servants of him. We're not, we might call, or, you know, you might call yourself a leader within the church, but you're a servant of God. Yeah, well, that's exactly what that's, that's first. You know, I look back on 25 years and that, uh, it's, it just amazes me what God has, has done here. It wasn't because of me. It was because of God. You just, you know, I've not been perfect, but I've done what he told me. And I, I think you know, I'll probably say this a lot in the next few weeks, but uh, I am most pleased that I'm leaving the church healthy. Amen. Steve and Kurt and, and everybody, you guys, everybody that comes here, and Brian's coming in, and I, I just feel, I just feel uh, at ease. I don't have any qualms at all about that. That's a good thing, because sometimes when when guys leave, they don't. They don't leave the church healthy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I've been part of that. You know, there's you, you leave because of church split. You, oh, my you, goodness. You leave because there's upset feelings. And there's, you know, there's not to say there's not a lot of retirements, but a lot of them aren't riding off into the sunset. They're they're running off. <laughs> no, exactly right. And, you know, that's that's. It's something to be said that this yeah. this is a great you know I'm not saying that it's great you're leaving I'm saying well, it's a great no. time that like right. you said you're leaving and and the church is in great great order and it's been you know a, a long time and that that's a positive for the for the church for the community and for people who yeah. see it the fifth argument the Son of God explained the Father and that pretty much is self-explanatory what Christ became by Becoming human, the perfect teacher, the perfect example, the perfect sacrifice. You know, that's, uh, and that's what I said. You know, I read that story about that little kid in bed. He was scared of the storm. His dad didn't want to get up. And he said, Well, God will be there with you. He said, Yeah, but I, I need somebody with skin on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard different jokes like that about, or stories about little kids afraid. And, and th- this other story, kind of like that, the guy, the, the mom, dad was in bed, and that little kid said, "Man, I'm afraid." He said, "Well, Jesus will be in there." He said, "Send mom in here, and Jesus can be with you." <laughs> <laughs> and and then it, briefly about Sunday, um, uh, the six most important questions ever asked. 
Socrates had six questions that he, that he would use to gauge or ask about any subject. What, where, who, why, and when, and how. And I'm going to be, be talking about address those questions to the good news, the gospel. And then I'm going to do that about baptism as well. And then we'll go to the water. So right now, I think there's seven. Yeah, baptized, so. yeah it's, it's awesome. Uh, uh, got a great group coming and um, uh, just excited about that for sure. Um, and then afterwards, we're going to have a little bit of time to, to eat and yeah. to fellowship. We're going to go over at the Civic Center. I think Joe's catering. I, I believe so. I think uh, Nora and Oni are going Nora to be catering. Nora is a fireball. In. She'll be there whack wick. <laughs> and, uh, that's a, she's a good girl. That yeah, is. she is. And um, going to be bringing the food, and so we're excited about that. And and uh, so that'll be after the after the baptisms, and then so it'll be right around 12. 1230 something like that I think 12 yeah over the last 25 years we've had some good times at the park and lake we really have yeah. uh, we really have yeah, yeah. I mean it's had different a, uh, different sites too it's just been different yeah it's been great yeah for sure um, outdoor service is always neat yeah. but I think the best parts going to the lake to yeah I baptism. like that I like that you know I was I was baptized in a building. Actually, it was a portable. I was baptized they, in a pond. They they rolled the tank in. They, yeah, uh, when the church I grew up in was I mean it's old old like I don't know a couple hundred years. We had outdoor toilets for the longest time oh, in our yeah. house. You know yeah. that you, you you just held it. You know you, in the winter you didn't, <laughs> yeah. didn't want to go out there and cold. But we went to a stripper pit in the summer. Yeah. And then in the winter, if necessary, they went to yeah. another church that right. had a, and would go yeah. after their Sunday evening service. Well, before we had our baptism, I, uh, we'd go to Christian church. I baptized people yeah. over there. So, I mean, you know, you, you kind of, and then finally they, they started rolling one in, and, and yeah. that, that's what I was in. It was, it was almost fully built. Now, now they have a real nice one, and, you know, it's in the, in the wall and everything, yeah. but... Yeah, I think it's just, that's just it's awesome the outdoors and just yeah it really in the it, lake it really I think that's, is that's yeah. the best part of it all. Well, I always tell people you know uh, I don't I don't sprinkle babies because I was sprinkled as a baby and it didn't take. <laughs> it rolled right off, didn't it? <laughs> they, they yeah, hit you with enough water. It, it didn't take. But <laughs> get the fire hose. You know that's why we dedicate children. But yeah. uh, I just soon wait till they baptize so they knew what what they were doing. Now I baptized some pretty small children and knew what was going on. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But you know, babies, you know, just don't. Yeah. Well, that holy water didn't take on take effect. <laughs> I know Eddie. So. <laughs> that was a five alarm for there, wasn't it, Steve? <laughs> should, should have all the trucks from around. That's right. Oh, well. Well, it's going to be a great time on Sunday, and we do hope that you can join us, um, uh, listeners. And we just, um, it's going to be a 1030 service only. Um, it's going to be there by the band shell, the shelter. And um, bring your lawn chair. Bring your lawn chair. Thank you, Rich. Bring your lawn chairs to make sure they have seating, either that or a blanket. Uh, uh, they do not have extra seatings there and uh, seating areas and options. But we do. Have, they have a big lawn there, so we can spread out. It'd be a great time. Um, I don't know if there's anything else we need to tell them. Oh, oh bring your own donut too. There oh, will, there will not be donuts. Bring, bring so your own donuts. B B B Y O. Huh? Something like that. Um, <laughs> there's, there's no, and coffee, I suppose. There's, yeah, yes. there's no re 
no there'll be no breakfast there. there there we go there we go so bring some snacks and enjoy that but uh, again again there will be a big lunch so uh, that's one of the things we don't want to get all filled up on donuts so you don't have anything to yeah. any room for a good catered meal um, yeah why don't you pray Eddie all if right. you would please Lord we love you we just thank you for loving us and we appreciate Lord what you have done and what you continue to do and uh, our hearts are always heavy Lord when we see people suffer and uh, Tyra and uh, Twyla and their families what we've already mentioned here what Rich prayed for Lord we continue to lift them up and we just pray you work in their lives Lord and of course we always want them to stay here <laughs> but you you do what you, you do Lord what's in your will and someday we might understand that but right now we just pray for healing uh, in those situations yes, and Father, I realize it's so hard on spouses and uh, families and children going through that because it's such an uncertain time and Lord I for most of us as humans we don't understand what's on the other side the glory and what it will be like and I'm sure that no one would come back after they're there and Paul talked about it and he said that it was so grand and wonderful that he couldn't even put it in human terms so he couldn't talk about it so nonetheless Lord and we just pray for Sunday I pray for those baptisms that it has an effect on all those getting baptized and uh, and as we preach about the gospel Lord and I'm sure there'll be those in the campers that will be listening so I just pray Holy Spirit as you go before us Lord that you might tweak their heart and if they don't know you they might they might want to understand what's going on uh, with with that good news that you offer us humans so we love you God we give you praise and glory thanks for Rich being with us today we ask these things in your name Amen Amen well, thanks, brothers, for being with me today, and uh, it's always a pleasure to have you with us, Rich, and uh, so thank you, and it won't be your last time, I'm sure, but uh, we are so glad that, that we have a chance to uh, bring up more things that are relevant to uh, our lives as we kind of hit a midweek hump and, and uh, continue to go forward into our lives, each of us, and uh, we just want to continue to spur one another on to uh, out of the love of Jesus, out of the love of God, His amazing grace. And uh, in all of that, we just say uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the family of God. And with that, we'll say goodbye for now.